Hello friends, it's Donnie Shenz, Director of Curriculum and Instruction at Coventry, coming to you with the next episode of our podcast, Comic Connections, where we will continue coming to you monthly to share many of the amazing relationships in place and being formed here in the heart of the Portage Lakes at Coventry Local Schools. There are so many wonderful people that make our schools run. We want to take time to tell you about as many of them as possible, from students to teachers and staff to administration and others. We are going to work hard to tell you why together we make Coventry a great place to live, learn, and grow. Be sure moving forward to subscribe on whichever podcasting platform you listen to your podcasts on. And if you like what you hear, please leave a review and give the podcast a rating as this is how we will get the message out about our amazing school and community. So sit back, relax, turn up the volume, and get ready to learn some behind-the-scenes things that make our Comet Connections a huge success. Hello, everybody. For our second episode, we will be piggybacking something that Mr. Fisk mentioned in episode one as he referenced our new elementary reading series that was adopted for grades kindergarten through five. We wanted to take some time to dive a little deeper into what this series is bringing to our young emerging readers in Coventry and how this will reap rewards down the road in their educational journey. To do this, we will be meeting with first grade teachers Missy Carr and Jen Elgin. Missy has been with Coventry for 32 years, and Jen has been with us for 22 years, both in a variety of grade levels across our elementary buildings. They are both incredibly caring, compassionate, and dedicated teachers, educators, and people. I have been blessed to have worked with both of them in a variety of buildings going back to Lakeview, Turkeyfoot, Irwine, and now Coventry Elementary. I'm excited for them to join us today to share their thoughts and opinions on our new reading series, Core Knowledge Language Arts, called CKLA from Amplify. I know when we're finished today, you will be excited about the opportunities that CKLA is providing our young students and their teachers. So kick back, relax, and enjoy the next 15 minutes with Mrs. Carr and Mrs. Elgin. All right, everybody, like we said, we're coming to you today with uh, Mrs. Elgin and Mrs. Carr. And as I said a minute ago, uh, it's been my privilege to work with them and know them for quite a few years over a lot of buildings. And it doesn't mean that any of us are old, so don't take that the wrong way. But <laughs> anyways, uh, I have great memories of going back to Turkeyfoot, Irwine, and uh, Lakeview mixed in there. So tons of different buildings. But I was going to let them kind of intro a little bit on their own because I think I had this right, Missy, 32 years. Correct. Is that right? Yes. And Jen, you are 22? 22 years. Mm -hmm. 22 and 32 years in Coventry, which is awesome. So I'm right in between them. I'm at 27. Uh, so it's just a great place to be. And we talk about comic connections. And one of the things that makes our school great is people and relationships. So you guys both want to just talk for a minute about kind of your journey through Coventry, buildings you've been in, and bring us up to the the current day in a minute or two? Sure. Go ahead. If I had a baseball card, these would be my stats. 32 years as a Comet, six superintendents, four buildings, four principals, and 729 students. And a partridge in a pear tree. That <laughs> right? is awesome. Yep. So that's fun to follow. That um, is. No baseball cards. No baseball cards. I did not do my stats. I've just, I've been here for 22 years. I've been in several buildings. I started at Turkey Foot. Um, in the classroom next to where my grandmother used to teach. My great-grandmother used to teach in Coventry. Cool fact. And, yep. And then from there, I went to Lakeview mm -hmm. and then Irvine and then the fourth grade academy. Got to yes. throw that in there. And now here. 
forgot about the fourth grade academy. <laughs> so I laugh, and that was one of my fun facts too. I didn't have the the breakdown of superintendents and things, but um, back to my days of student teaching and subbing and everything else, I was able to be in just about every single building. I think Cottage Grove, Turkey Foot, Lakeview, Irvine, oh, yeah. fourth grade academy, the junior high school when we had the junior high. I mean, it's crazy. So. Mm-hmm. A, lots of, a lot of transitions over that time, um, which brings me to the question of now that you're at Coventry Elementary School and you guys have been in this building for, geez, how many years has it been now? New high school, is that uh, eight years? Eight, eight years. So mm-hmm. give me one of your favorite things about this building and being in Coventry Elementary. Hmm. Let's see. I, I, like the, I like the grade levels here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like the preschool preschool all the way up to the bigger kids. I like seeing the kids that have moved past me that they still, you know, want to say hi to me and I can still check on them and see how they're doing. So I like the the age levels of this building. Cool. I would say the same. It's about the same thing too, getting to see the kids and having them come back and say hello mm-hmm. back to you and yeah. watching them get to grow up is really fun. Also being just part of the staff. Um, I think having this group it really has lent itself to have some great friendships and that makes for a very positive environment to work in here. Absolutely. I agree. And I love, I don't, I don't know why, but the layout of the building is super cool. And maybe now it's that we have painted hallways and the fish tank and Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's just, to me, it's a very bright place to be. And I know that's a lot to do with the people that are in the building and that touches on what you guys said. So um, I agree with you. So now we're going to kind of go a little broader than just the building, and we're just going to talk about your favorite part of just teaching in general, but specifically, I know we're kind of focusing on teaching reading today because we have a new reading series. We're going to get to that in a minute, uh, but just talk a little bit about your favorite part of teaching in general or teaching reading specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, this kind of goes all the way back to when I taught first grade at the beginning of my career. It was about spring break time, and you know you work on all of the little components phonics, speak, mm-hmm. awareness, memorizing your high-frequency words or whatever lingo we're using these days. And this little girl, I still remember her first name, Maria, she just stopped in the middle of reading and looked up at me because she got it. And she's like, Mrs. Selchin, we're reading. <laughs> and it was like, it all just started to make sense. And I'll never forget that moment being mm-hmm. that I was a young teacher and getting to see that and I think that's one of my favorite things about being in first grade is because you get to see so much growth yeah. and reading is one of those things that really and truly when they, when they get it, it's like the world's opened up to yes. them. So it Love makes that. a lot of fun. Good. And all through the years, all the different series, my favorite thing is to read to kids, most especially chapter books. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm reading Charlotte's Web. It's just mm-hmm. as magical this year as it has been the last 30 years that I've read it. You know, when I stop, they're like, oh, don't stop. Can't we keep reading? And, um, you know, with all the technology out there, I will say sometimes it is hard to keep them engaged. But when you're reading to them on the carpet, they're engaged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. And I, I think no matter what grade you teach, no matter what you're doing, that light bulb aha moment is it's something that I think just sparks teachers in general because it is so exciting when you see it. And it's probably the reason that I just idolize you guys as elementary kindergarten, first grade teachers, because I taught middle school and having been an elementary principal, I just feel there is so much pressure, like, oh my gosh, this is the foundation of what they're learning. And um, you guys take it, you embrace it and you run with it. And I mean, our elementary reading scores are amazing. So um, you guys are doing a great job. So, and you're my hero. So, <laughs> uh, it is true. It's true. Um, 
So taking that and then kind of swinging it a little bit, obviously education is that uh, pendulum effect. I mean, we go from one thing to the next and this thing's, you know, uh, the best thing for kids in the world. And then three years later, it changes. So that comes across a lot in reading, obviously. And I know with House Bill 33 and now all of our uh, dyslexia laws and everything that's coming across, um, it shifts, you know, and now we're kind of knee deep into the science of reading and really everything is very, very heavy in phonics, which it used to be, I think, when I learned. And then when we went to college and we started teaching, it wasn't, you know, and now we're getting back to it. So um, maybe just talk about, have, have you guys seen or felt an impact of some of those shifts in education, especially within the last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. When I went to um, school, when I was um, getting my degree, mm-hmm. we I never had a phonics class, not one, because we were under the whole language approach. Mm-hmm. And then when I got hired here, our two um, days of in-service leading up was the recipe for reading, which is phonics first. Mm-hmm. And so that was that was very helpful to me. And that is something that, like looking back, our school has always, even though there was that whole language approach from the time I've been here, there's still always been a focus on phonics, which is is really very important. But um, yeah, I yeah. No, you did, you did okay. absolutely. And I think those those shifts and those changes definitely um, kind of impact us as teachers because you feel like you're bouncing from one thing to the next and this and that. And really, all you want to do is just teach kids how to read. Um, and I've seen it as a parent myself, and I know with uh, my son Tyson who has autism. It's fun to see the phonics piece like click to him. Mm-hmm. And I could point to the word sit and I'd say, what word is this? And he says ball. But then I say, let's sound it out. S says, and he does it and he gets it. So it's just, it's a neat thing. I guess when we go back to the light bulb moment, it's mm-hmm. like when you see them piece that together and use the phonics approach to learning to read, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, exciting because I think, and you can probably um, touch on this more than I can, but we, like it's in our in our in our hearts, we know what we should be mm-hmm. doing. Yes. Like as a teacher, you just you know what has worked and what hasn't, and and so it's hard when that when something comes out that kind of goes against your gut and mm-hmm. what you really feel is best for kids. Yeah. And I think not having that piece for so many years and right. now getting back to yeah. that, it's a good feeling of having yeah the the curriculum to match that and to match that whole idea that mm-hmm. theory. Yeah. It's, just, it's exciting. I, I, I would agree. I mean, I that whole language, I taught that a long time ago. I can remember, you know, just having the sets of books. I don't I don't remember saying goodbye to that class and, and being concerned, but I know that now we're back on track and we are, I mean, it's encouraging to know that they're still doing research and they're still trying to figure out what's best for kids. Mm-hmm. And we just need, we need it all. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we do. And that's what I told a lot of people. Change is scary. Change is hard. Mm-hmm. And we've used wonders here in this district. I don't think that, that I ever came up with a concrete number. You guys might know better than I did, but I know it was over 12 years, upwards of 15. Did we use wonders? That's hard for me because I yeah. was before. Probably but... more like 12, I would okay. say. Yeah. Um, and then we switched from wonders to CKLA this year. And we talked a lot about CKLA being grounded in the science of reading. And it's mm-hmm. um, really aligned with, I think, the things that, you know, Governor DeWine and the government want us to teach. Um, but I don't think that's bad because I do think kids are going to get a lot out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so being one grading period pretty much into the change, do you guys want to talk a little bit about what are some major things that you've seen as far, I mean, good or bad changes from Wonders as our reading program to CKLA? 
Well, it's different. I will say that. (laughs) And admittedly, I've had to get rid of some things that I have done for years and years and years. So it's a Mm -hmm. big change, but it's exciting and it's new and they are learning and they are reading Mm -hmm. and they are excited about it and they know that they're reading. Mm -hmm. So that's, that, that's what we're after. So yeah, it it is. There's a new, I feel like there's a new sense of motivation. Mm -hmm. I have a new curriculum and, um, and you're seeing the children really, I feel like, like we said earlier, that some of the struggling kids are, are I feel like they're having more success. They're mm-hmm. feeling more successful okay. because it's just a more appropriate approach yeah. and the pacing seems to be a little bit more appropriate. So I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed that and I've enjoyed just having something different. Yeah. You know, not yeah. the same thing. So. Yeah. Cause it can get stale 12 to 15 yeah. years of doing the same thing. Um, and I, and I told people change can be scary, but the good thing is you guys are the experts. And when you've been teaching for 22, 25, 32 years, you know, I mean, you know what kids need. And it's like, whether you're using Wonders or you're using CKL or you're using something else, you can pick and choose and you can kind of um, narrow it down, I think, more individually per kid and what they need and what's going to be best for them. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what's exciting to me is just to see you guys and watch you work your magic in the classroom. And I know that Mr. Savage has said the exact same thing. He's been so... Um, just elated when he goes from room to room this year and watches you guys teach, use the program and watches the kids get excited about what they're learning. And, you know, they incorporate a lot of science, a lot of social studies into the stories that we're using for this. Um, it's fun to watch the kids. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I had an aha moment about that the other day because I was concerned that I was not giving enough time to my science and social studies curriculum of the past. Mm-hmm. And then it hit me. I just covered how many weeks of the human body and my students Uh can name their organs, the systems. I mean, so then I, I realized we're good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I, and I think we are good, not just because of what we're using and the, and the program they're using, but because of what you guys are doing in the classroom. So again, a credit to you guys. I said it earlier, you're amazing. So, um, we appreciate that. The kids appreciate that. Um, and it really kind of touched on my next question, which was your early thoughts and feedback on the beginning implementation phases of CKLA. We're nine weeks into it. Again, it was a six year adoption, so it's still early. Um, but overall you guys feel like it's going in a good direction. I'll talk about the grades. So in the past, it's always been very hard to give them a grade because Mm -hmm. they had level grouping. Um, This year they don't. And I feel pretty confident that the grade that's popping up in their language arts box is directly related to how they're doing in reading. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's very reflective. Yeah. Yeah, And I think the program is very intentional Mm -hmm. and it seems very methodical. So I think that that helps. um, Like, I feel like I almost know my students better this year than I, I have in the past in I'm used to hearing them read more in the past, but as far as like the breakdown of which sounds they're missing, what it just, I, I feel like I know them better because this yeah. is just such an intentional program and it's very methodical. It's very mm-hmm. thought out. So yeah. I'm enjoying that, awesome. that part. It's definitely challenging and it has changed my way of thinking because I feel behind. Yeah. But um, I think Danny said something in one of our meetings that said, you first have to try it. Mm-hmm. And then you'll see results and then it'll change your belief. And now that we're in this, I, I can, I think that that's true. You know, we're going to teach it and trust it. And then we're going to see some results. And then Mm -hmm. I think that'll change our belief. Yep. And and I agree. And I think Danny's right on that. And I think the more we do it and the longer we use it, it's going to get more comfortable and you're going to work in things that you've been using for the last 20 years Mm -hmm. and, uh, and we will see great results. So, uh, so I'm excited about that. Um, 
so shifting again away from wonders and CKL and reading programs and just getting back to just teaching. And I think one of the last questions I, I was going to ask you guys is a piece of advice. So maybe it's on your baseball card. Um, <laughs> so a piece of advice that you would possibly give your class or your kids or your kids at home, um, you know, something maybe that somebody's shared or given to you, um, just that one piece of teacher wisdom advice that you might want to share with everybody. I would just say one day at a time. That's true for everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just one day at a time. You just can't get too ahead of yourself um, and be patient because they will grow, but it's going to take the whole year to really see the, the profoundness of that. So yeah, good one. I, I, and this is something I've said a lot, but how do you want to be remembered? Mm -hmm. And that goes for the students to the staff, to the teachers. I mean, just how do you want to be remembered? I yeah. used to tell my fourth graders that when you were getting ready to test, that I will never remember your test score. I just won't. Like, I can't. Mm -hmm. I can't remember all these test scores. But I will always remember how you tried yeah. and how you treated the kids in your classroom. And your, your friends will remember how you treated them. And you will remember how I treated you. And so mm -hmm. it's just something that um, I, I just try to think of often is how do you want to be remembered? How do I want them to remember me? And then how... Do I want to remember yeah. them? I love it. And I think that sounds like coaching advice. So I think, you know, maybe that's why as your kids are swimming and doing everything else, you're, you're giving them that advice. But, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's one day at a time or how you want to be remembered, I, I love both of those. And, and I was thinking of, I think it was Frederick Douglass. And it's like, once you learn to read, you're forever free mm -hmm. um, is one of my favorites. And it's just when we talk about the reading program and what you guys are doing in the classroom, advice you're sharing with kids, it's... Um, probably just one of the reasons that I feel so lucky to have been here in Coventry for 27 years mm -hmm. is to work with people like you. So mm -hmm. you. I appreciate what you guys do. Thanks for joining us today. You guys are amazing. Any parting wisdom? We all good? Have fun. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> have fun. Enjoy the school year, everybody, because again, it is going to be a great one. Right. And every year in Coventry is something new and adventurous. So thank you guys again. Enjoy the day. Thank you. conversation with two incredible educators so another huge thank you to jen and missy for joining us on our second episode of comic connections we look forward to coming back to you next month with some more exciting relationships here in the coventry local schools have a great week everybody and enjoy your halloween